Hey guys, so um, it is now almost my six month anniversary of being saved by the grace of God, of being birthed into his kingdom, of getting a new life, a new spirit. So yeah, it's taken me, I think, around three months to, from the beginning when I started recording this testimony which is a testimony in and of itself, seeing as I, how I was always in a rush to share everything. And the second I learned something new, I, you know, yeah. Yeah, I'm just reflecting on, with God, all things are possible. So, the final, the fourth part of, of my testimony, the promised land. Yeah, so we went from Egypt, um, which is the first 34 years of my life, being in bondage, being in, yeah, being a slave, essentially, to the darkness without knowing it, and... until the the moment that God delivers me and takes me out of bondage. So that's the, the exodus, right? That's the exodus, the deliverance from, from the world um, and its temptations and, and its grip on us, which, which blinds the truth. And yeah, takes us on a journey, takes us on a journey of getting to know him, really. And this part is, is the wilderness, the desert, um, which for me was quite painful. Like I explained in the last um, session, my my new age goggles were like you know finding God is the final destination that's where all that's where I've been running towards my whole life. I was like the moment I find Him that's that right, endless bliss, um, <laughs> done deal. So when when I realized who God really is instead of what God really is. Of course, that was was very confronting. And but God, you know, he's faithful and he finishes what he starts. And what he starts is he doesn't just take us out of something. He doesn't just deliver us from something. He brings us into something. And that is the promised land, Israel, the, the land flowing with milk and honey. And yeah, where he brings us is into, into his kingdom, into a family of brothers and sisters in Christ, all united with the same spirit all knowing the same truth, all of our hearts and our eyes pointed towards the same truth, the same Christ. 
And he brings us into a living relationship with him and into a marriage with Jesus, into a union with Christ. Yeah, and this part of the journey is, it's its so incredible, especially looking back um, from six months, you know, like looking back. It's so incredible to see how, I mean, it does not just mimic the story of the Bible, especially for me, Exodus. Um, and, you know, this is what I see in others. I'm not sure uh, everyone can relate, but if I just observe but also how it truly represents a new birth, not a rebirth, a birth, a spiritual birth, becoming a new creation, needing to learn how to walk, how to talk, how to see, how to function, basically. Um, so yeah, the moment I was born again, I knew my father, and I could quote-unquote see him, right? I could see the truth, I could see the reality, I could see. Um, but at the same time, just as a baby, you know, once his or her eyes are open, they see. But how clearly do they see? How much do they understand what they see, right? How much do they comprehend? How can they relate to what they see? And this is the this is the journey. This is the um, yeah. This is where the father has really taken me by the hand, and he's been showing me. He's been parenting me how to walk, how to talk, aka how to pray. <laughs> you know how to talk with him. Um, how to see really? Wow. It's incredible how the eyes of your spirit, the eyes of your heart, the eyes of your understanding just grow. They, you know, the, the focus gets better and better with time, time spent with him, time listening to him. It is, yeah... Um, it's nothing like the spirituality that pretty much all of us have experienced, have come to know as, you know, what spirituality supposedly is from the, the standpoint, from the viewpoint of being in Christ, of being in relationship with God. That other stuff, there is no life in it. You can't see it if, you know, if you're there. But once you experience that dynamic, active, um, growing and deepening in intimacy, relationship, just like how, you know, how we know relationships in this world, although that's an echo, you know, there's a lot of sin and imperfection here. So... It's not exactly like the relationship with the father, but it is a relationship. (sighs) 
It is one of listening and responding on both ends. It is one of growing and deepening, um, um, getting to know one another. Well, you know, for us, <laughs> getting to know the Father. Uh, especially also in, in looking to Jesus, the perfect um, blueprint, the perfect perfection, the perfect representative of God here on earth. Yeah, just other forms of spirituality, it's, it's dead. It really, really, really is dead. There is no communication. There is no intimacy. There is no... Hmm, there is no knowing your creator. There is, yeah, there's us on some sort of journey and looking at all sorts of things, but it's not being on that journey with him. Yeah, so anyway, um, <laughs> let me try and remember. Yeah, I think there's about, yeah. I see a few kind of like stages in progression from being like a babe in Christ to, you know, learning how to walk, learning how to see, learning how to talk. <laughs> um, the first phase of that development, yeah, I truly felt like a little baby. I was like, okay. I know now who my father is. I know who I am in relationship to him. I can kind of see. I can see, but like a baby sees, really. And I started talking to him. I started praying. This was very much still more of a, I felt like, talking to him. And yeah, what I remember is just constant daily answered prayers I would call them probably small miracles but sometimes a quote-unquote smaller miracle is actually so much more profound and life-changing life-altering so this was really looking back I think this was maybe I, I don't know like six to eight weeks I guess he was really showing me like look I am here I am real um, I always hear you whether you realize that or not and I am trustworthy I am faithful I say I am who I say that I am look at these things that I'm doing and really ah. Oh, Yeah, he was <laughs> this painstaking for him. Well, probably not, but you know what I mean. This is just this very patient, um, being very patient with a little child that's like doesn't really understand yet, no matter how often you say something or show something. 
every time I would pray and then he would move, you know, like the same instance or the same day or the same week, you know, never longer than a week probably at that time, usually the same day, I'll be like, wow, this is really him, this is really you, God, whoa, and then the next day, I would kind of be in disbelief again. And this is the hardened heart that he's working on. The heart that has so long forsaken him and turned its back on him and be, be at, been at war with him, really. It's now lo- no longer at war, but there's still this habit of like, um, I, I am Lord of my life in, and not God. Um, walking in the flesh instead of walking in the spirit, walking by your own understanding, by your own sight, by your own strength, you know? And so through prayer, but through asking him for a lot of things, mostly inside of myself, but also in my circumstances, um, yeah, he was really revealing so many things, who he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How much I can trust him. <sighs> Showing me how incredibly close he is. That he's trustworthy, that I can rely on him. That he is Lord. He he reigns. All of creation is his. He can do what he wants. Um, but that first period, those, let's say, eight weeks, those, let's say, small prayers <laughs> that were not small at all, you know, I would just ask him certain things that I didn't understand and he would reveal it. Either in like, a circumstance that just seemed completely orchestrated, so out of the blue, and yet it was here, it was happening. It looked like like a normal part of daily life, and I'm like, no, this is different. He would change my heart in an instant from just like super hard and bitter and contracted and cold, and I would just like just have a little cry in my heart, like, Lord, I need you. And he would change it 100%. So just like this tenderized heart, just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just completely seeing the miracle of like, I've tried to do these things in myself, for myself, to myself for 34 years, basically. And I can't even come, I can't even scratch the surface of of his perfection, his power. I would ask, pray, I would, ask certain things in prayer and not expect them to be answered and 
he would just come through in ways where you're like, this is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is so funny. And by the way, I'm not going to go into all the specifics right now. I think I will just do a, a separate um, <clears throat> session for that as, as I don't want to give the impression that God is a genie in a bottle, you know, like so many people treat him. Um, this is about the relationship. This is about how in answered prayers at that time in my life, he revealed who he is. That literally he is the answered prayer. But when we're immature in Christ, when we're babies in Christ, it's helpful for him to show who he is. Uh, and and uh, yeah, like through answered prayers. And it's not that he doesn't want to answer prayers. He loves that. But the true answered prayer is himself. Anyway, so after that phase, there was... And there was something else that happened, which is, as I've mentioned in the uh, other sessions, um, I had to lay down pretty much everything in my life, um, as they were all idols, um, either, yeah, idols or sin, anyway. So <laughs> my life was just completely being stripped and pruned to, to, you know, the bare minimum, and that was okay for a while, and then, of course, at a certain point, you're like, okay, now what? And so, with time, I'd had, I've been, you know, praying for, like, what direction you like to go in, what do you want me to get a job, what, what, you know, where do you want me to live, what, this, that, and then praying for a certain kind of life, and fellowship, and discipleship and whatnot even praying at times for things that I didn't even think uh, existed and then one day out of the blue so many of those seemingly separate prayers just came all together he just showed me like here this is what I had in store for you and it's, it's always it's or at least like in this phase, I was like, for a longer time, like, why is nothing happening? Why is nothing moving? So he was actually showing me like, I am taking you a step further in your faith, in your relationship with me. You know, this is not the phase where every prayer is answered in the same moment. Sometimes you have to wait. And that doesn't mean that I'm not here. That doesn't mean that I'm trustworthy. It means that I'm orchestrating everything behind the scenes. Um, and I know the right timing, as well as if you trust me, it wouldn't, it shouldn't matter if sometimes it takes a week, a year, a month, half of a lifetime <laughs> before you see a prayer answered. So this is where I was also really growing in my faith. Um, yeah, so the moment, the day that he showed me the new life, at least that season that he had in store for me, 10, 15 big prayers all answered in one, um, all answered in one, 
with a little bow on top. This was the moment where I was like, oh, he was orchestrating this the whole time. And are you kidding me? I could never have imagined something like this. So yeah, currently I'm doing a um, six month discipleship training, live in um, corporate, so communal worship, prayer, devotionals, lectures, like full on, full time. Um, didn't know that existed, but I prayed for it. <laughs> a new place to live. Uh, I can't even begin, like so many miracles. So much of his providence shown in this this area of my life I gave away my apartment like I quit my apartment didn't know and then you know I asked for the Lord like please help me with this transition and the next day a friend asks like hey can I take your house and all your furniture and you know stuff like that money kind of you know <laughs> beginning to run out run low out of nowhere just someone hey can I rent your studio for three months stuff like that so, yeah, this was a phase where he shifted to doing, like, really big things. Showing me, like, I own everything in creation. I move as I will and please. Nothing is too big for me. Nothing is too hard for me. But also, sometimes you don't know when and how your prayer is going to be answered. This is where your faith gets stronger and deeper. Um, so yeah, this was really cool. This is what, this is where I was, you know, this is where like really fear of the Lord started to come in. Like, ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, started to see more of his bigness. Yeah, and then it took me a couple of months before I brought something to him which now it's it seems a bit hard to see why but at that time it was hard for me to bring to him um, i felt ashamed i felt maybe broken beyond repair um yeah all of those things but after a couple of months well and also i had been asking him but i had asked him to kind of just like click his fingers and fix it. Um, the lifelong depression that ultimately led me to him in the first place, you know, in my case. But, and also that I was so confused and also like disappointed. I, I think that's also one of the reasons I didn't bring it to him sooner. I was also kind of disappointed in him that I that I felt like this depression is 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 still lingering. Um, and what I learned was when you're born again, you receive a new spirit, you're forgiven. And the new the Holy Spirit in you starts to renew a lot of things. But it's also a process. It's a walk. Sanctification, purification. Uh, and also the renewing of your mind and certain habits, etc. Um, yeah, you know, in, in my case, 34 years of thinking and doing and feeling 
along certain grooves, it doesn't disappear overnight. Uh, God is not a a magic pill that you swallow. And well, anyway, so I've basically been asking Him to just just fix me, just cure me, just release me from this, like you had done with other things, like my addiction to to weed. And so yeah, I was disappointed and frustrated that he wouldn't. Um, but then one day it dawned on me, thank you, Holy Spirit, to ask for wisdom instead of a cure, instead of straight up deliverance. I asked the Lord, give me wisdom. Why is this still here? Why is this still happening? And that same evening, he just brought to my attention all these different scriptures. And he basically painted a bit of a picture showing me that the way I'd set up my life in the new age, that I was chasing my whole life, that I was promoting to others, (laughs) that I was making a lot of money off of, um, because I was touting it as something to admire and to strive for. I mean, it's just also what the world promotes, you know. Lots of freedom, lots of money, lots of quote-unquote success. Not even corporate success, but just being seen as a success, that kind of thing. Having freedom as a higher virtue than love and truth. And commitment also. It's really interesting how he showed me that, that it's it's not aligned with his will and his character and therefore with how we were created to function optimally. And he basically showed me like your depression is in, in large is due to your own doing and not in a mean way, not in a bad way, but just in a very honest way. And Oh, man. This is where I felt I really got to know him. It's like, wow, you care so much. You couldn't have, in a way, couldn't have clicked your fingers and made this depression go away because I was... My free will is still my free will. And if I still make choices that are causing this depression in a way that you cannot change that but you can help me see guys wisdom is such a glorious gift from god to see his truth and his will for our lives and for all of creation in general and so with time he started guiding me into his ways and yes six months in I can now say my depression is definitely gone Um, I feel so much freedom so much joy so much happiness uh, and I don't have to jump through hoops I don't have to do special things I don't need tools I don't need practices I don't need nothing it's just a simple life with him But back to when this moment happened, when he just started to show me the root of my depression. I was like, wow. I am not communicating here with a force or a 
I'm not communicating with light or love or universal energy. I am communicating with a personal God, an intimate God, a father who knows me better than I knows myself, who knows the beginning from the end. Who knows, who cares. And I just broke down (laughs) in the best possible way. I think this is the moment where the true light, the true joy of my salvation just finally pierced my heart all the way. Um, For about a week or two, I was just at random moments just (laughs) drawn to my knees in prayer, crying, worship, like in the middle of the street, it didn't matter. His closeness, his nearness, his goodness, his greatness, oh, it just overwhelmed me in the best possible ways. It's just like I could see him so clearly. was so humbled so wrecked <laughs> yeah yeah so these are the different <laughs> stages of development of relationship um, that were very pivotal and yeah, really made me see <laughs> what he means by the promised land. It's him himself. It's him giving us himself. And then the more we give ourselves to him, it's, yeah, it's what we were created for. And nothing, 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 nothing compares. Nothing can replace it. And of course, that's still not, you know, the end of the story. It's still kind of the beginning, you know. He's still, and it will never end, he's still teaching me how to walk, how to talk, how to see, how to be with him in the secret place. He's helping me cultivate the secret place. He's, you know, having me look more and more and more towards Jesus so that I can look more and more and more like Jesus, you know, the, the blueprint of God and men being one. And, and yeah, this is another way, guys, that he reveals his nature to us. It's by shaping us to look like him. You know, we were created in his image and we shattered that image and now he's repairing it. And he's showing us through our own character like this is who I am I've had moments where I was like okay God uh, I want to see more of you I want to know more how do I you know go in deeper and further how do I press in more to you how can I see more of your face your heart and then I don't know I just go about my day and I'm like whatever you know always still kind of forget how he works because it's so foreign to us 
And then, I don't know, I, well, yeah, this one time I had this beautiful moment with a homeless person, gave some money, had a conversation, and I go about my day, I just walk on, and I realize, oh, that was it. <laughs> and I'm crying again, and I'm on my knees again, like, Father, Jesus, this is who you are. You're just so beautiful, so radiant, so good, so selfless. So, yeah, with everyone and for everyone. And wanting to have a true, a personal, an intimate, a living um, relationship with every single one here. So unique, so personal. The Father, guys, He wants to dwell in our midst. He wants to take up residence inside of us. He wants to show Himself as He did in Jesus. He wants to show Himself, His nature and His character through us, through our actions, through our words. <sighs> ah, yeah. <laughs> It's, you know, in spirituality, divorced from Jesus, we're always like these, 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 these concepts of like a journey. It's a, it's a, it's a journey, not a destination or, and yet. I don't know about you, but I was always going for, well, the destination, which is enlightenment or, or whatever you want to call it, nirvana, or even if you don't want to call it something, there is, you're either striving to get there or you think you're there. And this is the beauty about union, marriage with Jesus, with Christ. It's a marriage. So yes, it is the end of something. It is a destination. And it is a beginning of something. And alive and active. The end is like, well, just like you get married. It is the end of you searching for others. It is the end of you being open to others in that particular way. You have found your person. But at the same time, the moment you say yes towards one another, it is only the beginning When a baby is born, it's the end of a gestation period. It's the end of, you know, <laughs> mother and, and child being intertwined in that way. But it's when the baby is born, is that the end? No, it's the beginning. So, yes, Jesus is the destination. And in that, he is also the beginning. He is not a journey It's not a path, a spiritual path or a practice or a discipline. Uh, he is not an experience. He is a person and we get to have a relationship with him. And yes, in that there is a certain journey, a faith journey, a faith adventure rather. There is certain disciplines to be practiced. But he is a person. The Father is a person. The Holy Spirit is a person that gets to live inside of you. 
we get to be in Christ. Christ is in the Father. It's, oh, we get to become. We get to be where we were meant to be. And that is inside of the Trinity. So yeah, guys, thanks for listening. This was, um, yeah, this is my testimony. And of course, like I said, <laughs> the beginning is only, like the end is only the beginning. Um, so it's the end of my testimony. But the beginning of a life lived as a testimony. And so yeah, I look forward to recording a lot more um, things from inside of the kingdom and sharing them with you guys.